Welcome back to everyone's favorite Kentucky podcast. Um, we used to call it uh, Married, to the Married to the Game. Blackjack uh, decided he didn't like that name. I think we're <laughs> going to go with our old Kentucky home now. He wants it to be Kentucky-centric since that's who we pull for in this house. Um, only. Um, it's football season. We missed last week. We were going to do a show last week, but I was in the middle of hell on earth, also known as Kansas. Um, we beat Miami of Ohio. We're not going to spend a lot of time on that today. Anyway, I'm your host at BTVBHO, you know, and this is my beautiful wife, Carrie. She's here always as well. Big, huge UK football game today. Um, obviously, you were at the first football game. Oh, we got to win. Um Obviously, you didn't need my help today. On the other hand, we needed all of the help, but we got it. We just beat Florida. Yes, two years in a row. Can't say that I've ever been able to say that before. Well, you haven't, because last time it happened was 1976, 1977, I which was, was before even I was born. <laughs> um, wow. I mean, I mean, I don't even know what to say. We we're recording this, by the way. It's it's like ten after one local time. Um, AM, not PM. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I couldn't talk after the game, so we couldn't just go straight to it. So, um, very emotional win. Yes. Um, lots to talk about in this game. I don't even know where to begin. Um. I don't either. I'm still just so excited that we won. It's just like we don't get to feel this. Well, the majority of my life being a UK fan, I have not gotten to feel this feeling well, in the last few years. Well, maybe we should name this thing our new Kentucky home because, like, I feel like this is a different Kentucky now because when we grew up, obviously, this didn't happen. No. Like, when like this was not so Kentucky football, like we used to say. First of all, win two games against Florida. Come on. <laughs> Let's be honest. Some seasons we only won two games. <laughs> we, we win two games against Florida. And uh, I think prior to this little run we're on, when we we'd won, only seen it, what was it, like 87? It was 1987. So, so I was seven. I was. Probably not seven yet. It's probably six. I was either four or five. Probably four because your birthday's after mine, and we all know that Steve Spurrier did not want oh, us want to play us here in play the winter. Where it was cold, so yes, that was probably. So he got four. that game switched. Um, unbelievable night. Um, yes. You know, going into the game, and again, I got to see very minimal um, clips of the first game. Obviously, you were in person. There were but, some things after the first game that I was like, oh, we're going to need to fix that. Yeah, and I think one of those, let's just start with the O-line. Um, the O-line struggled yes. in the first game. Yes. Um, and struggled very much in the first half today. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but but I will say this. Um, there are people out there that know football X's and O's way better than either one of us. And when I heard Freddie Maggard talk about it was more like assignment things and misreading stunts and delayed blitzes and things. And that can be coached. I felt a little better. Agreed. Um, first half today did not make me feel better. Um, obviously we, we moved horsey to left tackle from right tackle. We had flax in at, at right tackle and 
I don't remember if it was the first play of the game, but it was definitely the first series where their defensive end basically pushed a giant man over. Literally, looked like he was a feather. Over 300 pounds. I don't know that I could and push our eight-year-old daughter the way he no. pushed this this right tackle down. And I got worried. At that point, I, I was we like... We were all worried. Oh, Lord. And not to mention, obviously, again, for those of you who don't know, Chris Rodriguez is on some sort of suspension right now. Undetermined um, length of time. First, first game was for his DUI arrest, which, again, obviously, we're not going to condone, but... He did, he did what he did. He served his time. But there's another issue that nobody really wants to talk about. I don't even know that we want to talk about it on here because I kind of know what I've heard and what it's about. But it's probably not our place to put it out there. And no, I, I don't want to get sued. I figure so. if the university hasn't put it out there, then there's no reason for anybody else. Also, just in case, uh, this podcast is also brought to you by Betfred Sportsbook. Um, amazing people. Um <laughs> the stuff they're doing right now at Bet Fred is amazing, Carrie. Obviously, you know that my parents, my mom won the contest the other night, ironically, on yeah, luxury, the anniversary. Luxury suite tickets to the Bengals Steelers game tomorrow. I know that I turned down because I, I wanted to be with everybody else and because I'd been gone so oh, long. So but sweet. here I am sitting. But uh Jason and those guys over there are awesome. They're they did it at Arizona State. They put out special lines and special contests. There's going to be giveaways all the time. Um, we're going to be in Iowa next week doing some stuff for Bet Fred, and I think they're going to boost the Iowa Hawkeyes line, which probably needs to be boosted because their offense can't score right now. Um, in fact, I think every point they've scored other than three this year is from their defense. Two, oh. two safeties and a touchdown. So, anyway, back to the U.K. game. Uh, again, offensive line, very poor in the first half. I felt like during the second half, they started manhandling Florida. I think we ended up with like 17 carries for 97 yards in the second half. Yes, part of me would love to know what Mark Stoop said in that locker room because the wheels seemingly felt like they were starting to fall off before the half between the right guard yeah, I'm and not, the offensive line. Our well, long snapper just acted like he's never snapped a ball before in his life. And, and it reminded us of old Kentucky. Yes, it was old Kentucky football there for a while, and I was like, oh, Lord, here it comes. I mean, I think I can't even be, you know, I can't even lie about this. I think Blackjack will be the first one to tell you when the second, uh, well, the first long snap went over the punter's head. And, I mean, credit to him. He tucked that ball away. If he was playing soccer, he tucked it, he tucked it away better than any Chelsea striker right now. <laughs> so I'll give him credit for that, for the safety. So we get a safety, then we kick it off to him. We Jordan Wright comes up with an unbelievable play. But yes, w- right before that happened, I texted Blackjack and I'm like, here we go, man. Like, this is what I was concerned about. This O line isn't performing. The defense they were leaving Levis out to dry the, every time. The defense is is just absolutely playing their balls off, but eventually that's gonna run out. They're gonna get tired because they're on the field so much. I was concerned. But then Jordan Wright, fresh, freshly back from suspension, um, makes he was one ready of the, for his coming out party this year. I mean, let's be honest. First that, game of the season for him. That's in one his of, home state. That's one of the most athletic plays I've ever seen. Yes, like, that was incredible. That was like a 
laser this isn't, ball that he caught one-handed and then took off. This isn't a cornerback. This isn't, you know, a safety who's used to trying to catch ball. I mean, this is a linebacker who threw his hand up for a screen pass and the ball hit right in the palm of his hand. He tucks it, takes it inside. We end up punching it in for a touchdown, making it 16-13 after another bad snap from our long snapper. So we go into halftime, 16-13, and I don't know what you were thinking. I was just glad we were winning. Well, we weren't winning. We were down three at the half. She lied. It's been a long day. Um, I was like, we couldn't have played a lot worse than we did, and we're only down three. Like, we've got a puncher's chance here. Very true. Um, and poor Will Levis, like, God bless him. we'll go there since we're talking about a line and how bad they were. I mean, Will Levis takes that shot to his chin early in the game. Well, and what worried me too was you weren't there last week. He got hung out to dry a bunch of times last week and to me to the point that sometimes I didn't even want to watch because I just knew for sure I was going to watch him get hurt. And it just makes me want to close my eyes really tight. And I was like, I cannot handle Yeah, I mean, that. I don't know how good Duke Togan is in the back as a backup. I can't imagine he thought he was going to go in and take a snap today. No, but credit <laughs> to him, he did. But so so Will Levis gets hit in the chin. They call targeting. And, and, Which it should have been. Well, okay. So I, I understand why people think that should be targeting. I don't think that's the spirit of the rule. Well, that However, be, but rega- they set the precedent with it with other calls. That they have. The, they called targeting, or maybe they just called roughing the passer in the Alabama game today. No, they called targeting. That was a targeting on call on the quarterback in the end zone, and basically they just rolled him over. He barely even got hit. Will Levis got a crown of the helmet to the face. It cut his face. Well, I mean, it was and I mean, popped his helmet off, and they're like, "Oh, it's fine." When the crown, it's no of, big deal. It's the, not even a penalty at all. When the crown of a helmet hits somebody in the chin, it usually causes a cut. But um, yeah, and and that's where I don't understand. It should have been something. Well, it, and and that's that's my issue. Like, fine, it's not targeting. I have no problem with you not calling that targeting. But in any level of football, it's roughing the passer. You hit the quarterback in his head. Right. It is what it is. Um, we end up getting nothing from that, having to bring the backup in for a play because, of course, Will's hel- helmet came off during this of whole course. debacle. Um, and it was a pivotal moment, so they're not going to let Deuce throw the ball. They hand it off. We ended up getting no points out of that. Um, next, it was what like third and 24 when he came in. Yeah. I was like, well, we all know what's happening here, <laughs> but again, like. I mean, Levis, what a tough son of a bitch because oh, yeah. he was running for his life in that first half. He took a bunch of hits in the first half. He was getting Sacked. hit every time he threw the ball. Um, his one interception that's going to go against him was, I mean, it's one of those bogus ones. Like, he got hit when he threw. The ball went straight up in the air and some fat lineman caught it. Um, and speaking of fat lineman, oh, we'll talk about Florida's fat lineman later but because um, that's unhealthy. Uh, but anyways... So we go to halftime. Who knows what Stoop said? I have no he idea. He said something because it lit a fire underneath them. And honestly, the same with last week. We were up three last week at half and come out and immediately return the kickoff for a touchdown. Very next thing, we're getting a fumble recovery that almost went for a touchdown. So whatever's happening at halftime, they're making adjustments and they are. Yeah, and even even last week, again, of course, 
I got to see bits and pieces of it, so I can't like awesome. fully comment. But I, I will say, like Stoops' first game since he's been at Kentucky, and I'm not even going to count the first few years because well, no, the program kind of was terrible. But they have been. They play very vanilla. They don't on offense and defense. They don't right. show anything. Whatever. Right. Um, you know, but there was a mark marked difference between the first half and the second half. Even just last week, well, yeah, just like there was today. And of course, this game for those of you scoring at home, uh, Florida led 16 13 at the half, Kentucky won 26 16, which means the defense gave up a, a whopping zero points in the second half. Um, so the Cats got in the second half and we get the ball, we're excited, we're like, okay, let's take the lead. And again, it was like a three and out, it was like, God, here we go, like. Come on, we like, just need just something. Do it. Right. Florida starts driving down the field. Um, well, I guess I guess we ended up we ended up getting a field goal to tie it at 16. Yes. Florida starts driving it right back down the field on this, and then something happened that doesn't happen a lot at Kentucky. <laughs> and it irritates me because I'm always like, just somebody jump her out one time. And our guy did. Uh I don't even remember. Kedron Smith. Kedron. I, I don't know. Kedron, Kedron, whatever. Ole Miss. He's my hero today, Smith. Yeah. Ole, Ole Miss uh, transfer for us. Yes. Thank you I mean, so much. He just flat out jumped the route. And as soon as I saw Richardson let go of that Where ball. he goes 60 yards? He uh, I feel it. like it was further than that. Like, well, I just remember seeing him cross the 40, but I don't remember if he caught it at the 40. I mean, to be to be quite honest with <laughs> it you, was awesome. I, I don't was remember. Jumping and screaming. It might as well have been 99 yards in my <laughs> mind because as soon as that ball got let go by Richardson, I was like, oh, that's tasked. Like, we've actually jumped a route, and for once, it's going to go our way. And, uh, yeah, he broke Richardson's ankles at, like, midfield and then trotted in. Put yes, Kentucky I mean, up 23-16. That was the best. And and from that point, it was a defensive struggle. I mean, again, our offensive line wasn't great, but we were able to establish some drives to at least kill some of the clock. And they did a much better job of giving Will time in the backfield. Yeah. And again, like, look, it, Flax. What, is it Jeremy Flax? Is that his name? That sounds right, but I, I mean, don't quote me on that. Don't. Jeremy, if your name's not Jeremy, Mr. Flax. We'll just call you Mr. <laughs> Flax. Um, after getting set on your ass by a little push from their defensive end in the first half, I have to tell you. We were very happy. <laughs> it was it was very easy for you to quit and True. not play hard the rest of the game. But, but in that in that second half, I didn't notice one time where I was like, oh shit, Flax fucked up again. Um, excuse my ball. Um but no, I mean he played through it, right. and and that's what these these Kentucky teams under Stoops do is they play through this adversity even when they're playing bad. I mean, I mean let's be honest, we didn't play a perfect game, not even close. No, and we went into the swamp and we beat a Florida team that was way too high. Well, I feel like when we 12. got it back tied at sixteen, it was kind of like okay. Forget everything that's happened before this moment. Let's Any go. mistakes, it doesn't matter. Right now, it's 0-0. Zero, zero, win this game. But I'm just saying, it, like, the Kentucky that we have grown up to know. Oh, it was immediately just straight downhill. It, first and, off, if we played that first half 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Before we lose 64-0. to zero. Yeah, I mean, it's 35 <laughs> or, nothing before, like, we, before we bat an eye because yeah. everybody just quits. But this team's not 
not no, they're not going to quit. They don't like to be pushed around. Oh, uh, yeah, it was awesome. So we're up 23-16. Uh, Florida unexpectedly goes for it twice on fourth down in their own territory. Which is which, really dumb after the way the defense had shut them out the entire the, half. The first time was just flat-out disrespect. Like that. It was like fourth and three that time. Yeah, and there was plenty of time left. They could have pinned Kentucky deep right. and tried to go. They didn't have any faith in their defense, which they should have because they stalled our offense well, out both times down in the red zone. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, we started pushing that off or that defensive line around a little bit with the run game. Well, that's true. Round. We did. So maybe that was a concern. I don't know. I'd love to know what Florida's thoughts were going I'm forth I'm glad they time. did it because I was like, thank you for giving us the ball at the 40 and now then the, at the 20. The second time was kind of an act of desperation, which set right. up our game-winning field goal from Ruffalo. Mark, Matt. 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 No, Mark's no. that. Mark is the actor. Mark's Matt the actor. The Matt's the kicker. Um, and as Blackjack said, <laughs> he said, hey, yeah, I talked to Blackjack, and he, he was like, I, I don't know anything about this Kentucky kicker, but every time he kicks it, it's like a knuckleball. And I don't know – if that makes it more skilled or less skilled, but the kid doesn't miss very often. He did miss once did Blackjack tonight. Jenkins us? Did he say that right before the miss? No, this was after the game. No, this okay. was after the game. So, anyway, uh, we Ruffalo kicks it. We go up 10. Obviously, at that point, we feel pretty good, but still, at our age, we've known Kentucky to blow those kind of leads. <laughs> right. Like, I was there for the, what was that? The Jared Lorenzen. R.I.P. Yes. The hefty lefty. Um, he's smiling down tonight, but oh yes, uh, he once had Florida down big. I think I think that we had Florida down twenty one in the fourth quarter of that game. And I'm lost. not even thinking about the Florida game. I'm talking about the LSU game where we uh, were literally standing on the sidelines because there was just like three seconds left in the game and we were going to win, and then we lost, and that was sad. Yeah, Dash right, ninety three Berlin. That was the play. That's that LSU called. Why you have to bring that up? Well, just because that's what we're used to. Like those kind of things happen to us, yeah. and so you know, in the back of your mind, it's always there. It's and like, well, maybe. I mean, obviously, this isn't like rock and jock football. They weren't going to score ten points in ten seconds. And like I'm going to get on myself a little bit on this too, because I've been preaching for the last three or four years, especially to my father. Shout out to, um, <laughs> like. You got to start believing in Stoops and his guys because, like, that shit doesn't happen anymore. And oh, I'm 100% behind Mark Stoops. It, well, we all are. But I let it creep into my mind tonight. I don't know why, but I let it creep in, and I was concerned until we didn't need to be concerned anymore. But, you know, <laughs> we got okay. it done. Final score. Old habits die hard. 26-16. Cats win yes. on the road at the Swamp. Um I'm sorry, you just forgot to mention one thing that was just so incredibly amazing. Danky? Yes. So what was it? 61 yards in the air? I, I was going to get to that, but um, Jeez, I, I was going to get to the place right, that stuck out to you. So the first right one. Right on the money. Just lands right there. Completely covered. Getting mugged, by the way. Which All also, the way, which no, also flags. no flags, of course. Completely wipes out. Lance still manages to catch the ball with his leg in his hand. I mean, true freshman. True freshman. This kid's going to be a problem. I've tried to tell y'all. A problem for everybody else. Not a problem for me. No. No, no, no. I mean, this is a hometown kid. His dad played at UK. Um, His brother's a D-back in the NFL right now. For the Chiefs. This, uh, 
his family's got athletes and and we i mean again where he's from lexington we we've known about this kid since he was like 12 because he was dominating everything and everybody's like oh this kid's gonna be for real you rarely see those kids turn out but here's another one he's um, turning out I think it's the first. They said it was the first. Was it the first ever freshman I, to catch on, touchdown passes in back-to-back games? It was. And by the way, shout out to ESPN for finally actually getting his picture right. It only took you after the game to figure it out. Right. Instead of. Well, I guess I didn't have it, but I think he is the first freshman in UK history to catch two touchdowns, touchdowns passes in two his first two games. games. Yeah. So that was awesome. Yes. Oh my um, gosh. That was amazing. Unbelievable throw by Will. And, and again, like I want to get on the refs there for not even throwing a flag for pass interference. But at, at the same time, like the refs kind of just let those kids go out on the field and play. There weren't penalties. Uh, there were holds that weren't getting called on both sides. There were other things going on. They just let the kids play and decided on the field. And I'm all for that. Yes, I'd much rather have that than a like a flag fest. Because I mean, because look, that's annoying. Let's be honest. You can't get a, in a groove. There was a couple times it was like, oh, the, the Florida fans wanted Kentucky for a late hit, and oh, we it got could, in it, Florida's fans. I know, but it, it, it could have been flagged, but wasn't. So I'm good with the refs here. I still am wondering though if face masks just are no longer a penalty because I've seen so many in the last two games on both sides. And it's, not one of them has been called. So, like, I, do I need to quit getting worked up about it when I see it, or is that still a penalty? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think it'll be worth getting worked up about until I mean, we I'm get screwed on will, one, but, which I'm sure you know, will happen eventually. <laughs> That's not old Kentucky mindset. <laughs> <laughs> but so plays of the game. I mean, obviously, like Will Levis to Danky there. That was amazing. Yes, incredible. Um, our tight ends got involved there for a little bit. That was kind of cool. There's not really, really a play that stuck half, out. And then it's like all of a sudden in the second half, they're like, you know what? No. Well, <laughs> no maybe. Thanks. Well, and maybe Florida adjusted to that, and that's why we were able to run the ball. I don't know. Again, I'm not a coach. I'm not in the locker room to say one way or the other. Obviously, the pick six, huge play. Jordan Wright's interception, amazing. But let's talk about those Kentucky linebackers for a minute because I, I you know, obviously I do other shows and. Um, on our show on Thursday, and I think I've said this to three or four other people, and they kind of just chuckle at me when I said it, but I think it's starting to be like, oh, maybe he's right. Um, I don't know now that Jordan Wright's back, there's a better linebacker core in the country. <laughs> like, you go across those linebackers, and there's no holes. Those guys are probably all four NFL players. Well, and they kept throwing at – Carrington Valentine. Well, that because I think he got those two terrible pass interference calls last game, which he didn't even touch the one guy, and the other one was so far out of bounds the guy couldn't have caught it anyways. To be and fair, so like are they just because he's like kind of smaller than the others? I'll just say this: Carrington Valentine's going to get picked on. That's all he ever does is get picked on. But well, he, he played good tonight. Today. Played good tonight. Um, I can't really think of another play that was just like, oh wow, that. I mean, Smoke had a couple real key first down pickups. You know what was awesome? When Dion Walker, oh. six foot six, three hundred and thirty pound true freshman, just ran straight into 
All right, Anthony so, Richardson's face and just drove him into the ground. Correct. So we're going to go fat lineman here. Um, the, I would not call him a fat lineman compared to the other one. No, he's a beefy because yes. he plays for us. <laughs> um, beefies play for our team. Fatties, fatties play for the other team. Yeah. You got fatties. <laughs> we got beefies. Um, I, I just remember watching that play and going, who in the hell is that guy? A because beast. he literally just threw the guard down, much mm-hmm. like our right tackle was thrown down earlier, and just smashed the running back. And people I, were talking last week that he and I didn't I will fully admit at the game I did not notice it. But sometimes it's easily distracting when we're at the games. But they were saying last week that he had some, you know, massive plays and people were raving about him all week. I was like, I don't even know who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean about. sometimes defensive linemen do stuff. I was and like, oh, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, that was so. That was awesome. We normally don't have players like that. He introduced himself to all of Big Blue Nation tonight. Oh, yes, he did. And to all the coordinators. So, speaking of fat linemen. Oh, um, my word. Number 21. Florida's, listen, and who am I to call people fat? But Florida's defensive lineman, number 21, I don't know his name. I looked it up, but I've already forgotten. He lists at like 415 pounds. Yes. He's, it's, he said he was like 6'5". 415, 415 pounds. 415 pounds. That's not healthy. Yeah, no. It, like, I understand. I mean, in the words of Reagan, he looked like a sumo. He, I don't he, even know how to describe him. Deion Walker is 330 pounds, and he is a, almost 100 pounds more than him. I just don't know how that's good for, I can't for, imagine for, that for that's the human good. body. Like his poor heart. I don't even, like, I feel sorry for the kid a little bit because like, I'm sure he's always been big, but like four fifteen to list him at four fifteen. who knows what his real weight is. His helmet looked, it looked <laughs> like, like it was, it was like... ready to scream. <laughs> Bless his little heart. It was sandwiched I, all there. I don't know how they had a jersey to fit this guy. I, and again, I don't remember one play he was in. No, I just remember seeing him, you know, between plays. And I was like, good grief. Yeah, you didn't. It was just, it's, it's just not healthy. It's just not healthy. I'm all for having big linemen. But my goodness. So, I guess, you know, I guess we'll wrap it up here with a little post-game stuff. Um, obviously, I mean, I don't know that anybody knows, but. Mark Stoops became the all-time winningest head coach at Kentucky. Uh, he passed Bear Bryant. Paul Bear Bryant. Um, a lot of people don't even know he coached at Kentucky, but but he did. He did. He won a national and you title know what? here. He was the coach when we won our national title that everyone else seems to think we've never won. Just like to put that out there for the record. But that's okay. Um, so Stoops takes over. I mean, and again, I can't even. I can't even really put into words how awesome Stoops has been for UK. He came here in 2013 when this program was at an all-time low. I mean, let's just call it what it is. Oh, my word. We had the worst of the worst. The worst roster we probably had. And and we've had some bad teams. Um, The worst roster that you could imagine. What was it, that Bandy game that last year? When did the last year when Joker was here? And (laughs) we're like literally – a couple hundred people in the stands, and that was it. Yeah, a seventy thousand almost capacity stadium had like 
400 people in it. If that. Um, but he's literally completely turned this program around. He yes. has let us fans believe in this thing again. Mm-hmm. His players play for I mean, if, if you look at Twitter, it wasn't just the current team that was doing it. No, Everybody, I love all the old players every, talking about the game. Including guys that are in the NFL that are getting ready to play tomorrow that are staying up, watch this game, talking shit. And, and I love it because, like, they're in a locker room full of Florida players. Because well, even like transfers, like Terry Wilson transferred out of the program and he's tweeting a video tonight how excited he is for this team and how awesome it is that we own the swamp. And shout out Terry. He, I mean, that's he was awesome. the guy that he's won the, the first one game. That started it. But the fact, you know, he left here to go do something better for him. But we saw but he still loves this team. First off, he t- still loves Mark. Terry's Stevens. always gonna be a Wildcat. Uh Lynn Bowden, Benny yes. Snell. Yes. Uh, Avery Williamson's one that sticks out. Like, you know, guys that are playing in the NFL, Quentin Bohanna, um, I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch, but, like, they were all involved in it. Um, We hear these former players talk about how they would do anything for Mark Stoops. Um, You know, and, I mean, I'm not calling Mark Stoops a perfect man, but he's a perfect coach for us. And after the game, like – he passes Bear Bryant. They ask him about it. There's no credit to himself at all. It's like I'm surrounded by a great group of coaches and a great group of players since I've been here, and and this yeah, is what happens. Very humble. Um, you just got to love that guy. And he's had opportunities to go elsewhere, and that's going to come up again. But Give him all of the money. That yeah, yeah, Mitch. Like, I, I know, don't even care. I know Mitch Barnhart probably doesn't listen to this because he doesn't know how to even listen to right. a podcast. Right, your top button of your polo. What do we have to do? Do we have to email him? Yes. Or do if we have to If you want Mitch email? Barnhart to know anything, you need to send him an email. Yeah, I'm he, sure regular mail he probably would get, but he really likes the emails. So Stoops better have a contract extension for that plane lands back in Lexington. Yes. Um. And I, I'll. And I'm just gonna throw it out there. I want you to start paying. Give all your assistants some more raises. I, Brad White has done no, awesome. I that's fine. We're here. gonna lose him. Like to. you're gonna lose him. I don't want to. I know. It's always that position, and we always lose him, and we still have another great one. But no. I, no, it's I get my it. Coach. I, I get it, but he's gonna be gone. I mean, you can forget about that. Um, but let's talk about this too. I mean, like. Why isn't there a statue being built right now? I mean, if I knew how to build one, I'd be out there. I mean, we can try. That would be a disaster. It would be. It would be a complete It wouldn't disaster. look anything like Mark Stoops. No. Maybe we just actually make a statue of a stoop and just be like. <laughs> can we just go buy a stoop and just, and just put it somewhere? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we'll cover it with something. So, like, we. We, we just write Mark we on it. it. Yeah. It's like, Mark, <laughs> we'll have two stoops. And just put a mark sign over the two of them. We are so on to something here. Yeah. So look for that next time you're at the Kentucky game next week um, at noon. Kick off. Don't blink. You'll miss it. Um, I'm trying to think of other things. I mean, it's just so positive here at UK right now. I mean, everybody, you, you know. Well, the thing that we saw on Twitter after the game about Chris Oates. He's been going to Florida and doing his rehab. We, we can't do that. We and can't that do company, and I don't know the whole backstory behind it, but I'm assuming 
there's something was said where if they went to Florida and won, they were going to give him this big donation. They are giving him $10,022 towards his rehab and recovery. And there That's is incredible. Yeah, there and there's significance there because obviously he wore 22 for Kentucky. Um, for those that don't know, Chris Oates was a linebacker at Kentucky, extremely talented kid. And, In uh, 2020? Just had a stroke. Was it when 2020? Something summer, like that. I think it was the summer of 2020, like right after COVID had started, I feel like. Right after he had like an all-SEC year, yes. uh, he comes he back and had he has a, a stroke. stroke over the summer. And we're talking about a kid who had was going to play on Sundays for sure. Yeah, he had the world in front of him. Um, he was going to change his family with money, generational money, because he was, he was, he was he that was good. He was so good. And uh, and life happened, unfortunately. Yeah, he, he just had this crazy ass stroke. Um, no, it wasn't drug induced, and no, it wasn't anything crazy. It just, it, you know, shit happens. One of those, yeah, freak things. And uh, you know, Stoops is stuck with him. Um, the whole Big Blue Nation is mm -hmm. stuck with him, and we get updates all the time, we get videos. Of his rehab. And, like he's learning how to walk again. I mean, he drools on himself. I mean, this kid was a peak athlete in the SEC. Right. And you get videos of him drooling on himself. It just shows you, like, shit happens, and it's just so terribly sad. But credit to this company. They gave, you know, the, the $22 added at the end was clearly just for, for 22 Yeah. Um, but the way the team has stuck with them all this time. Yeah, I mean, I think was he was he there for our opener? I feel like I think I don't know if he was there. He might have been there. I don't remember. He's been to a couple games since. I mean, he's wheelchair bound. He can't walk. He can't talk. Um, it's it's just devastating to see something happen to a kid like that. But like, I know that they brought him there for like the. I don't remember if it was fan day, but like he, was, he was there for like when they did the team photos. He was in the linebacker's photo because, you know, that was his position. He was because he would be a senior this yeah. year, right? So he was in the senior's photo. And, and, and that's going to be sad because I know they're going to honor him in some way on senior night. And, and it's going to be awesome. We're all going to cry yes, like babies. Just like when they honor Jared. Um, yeah. Also wore number 20. Well, yeah, 22 is almost a bad luck number here. Does anybody even wear that right now? We used to let well, somebody we used to, wear it every we game. We used to wear it in his honor. But yeah, I mean, we've had some rough patches. Him, uh, the Schlarman thing. I mean, you mm -hmm. see stuff like that. Coach Schlarman also rest in peace. Um, our O line coach. Right. Some of these players passed away from have cancer. Been through dealing with that stuff, let alone their own lives and school and and their coach having resilient. cancer. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's not it's been a, easy. No. It's not been easy for Stoops and company. Um, but I think he knew it wasn't going to be easy when he came here and he's and done nothing but step up and get shit done. And again, back-to-back -back wins against Florida first time since 76, three 77, four years. Isn't that right? I think they said three out of five, whatever. It doesn't matter. All I know well, is we now, beat them there four years ago. All I've heard for what I feel like is 90% of my life is the streak. Well, guess, yeah, well, what? guess what? We own the we streak. Own the streak <laughs> and I don't care if it's just two. It's, it's only a streak. Two. It's a streak. It's a streak. It's, it is a streak. And it's our streak. And you got to come to Lexington next year and we ain't going to let up. So, no. Just like last year. 
Y'all gonna go home with that L again. Bye. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> what, what else do we say? I mean, which also Will Levis waving bye to the fans, like specifically. Did calling you not out see Ruffalo waving bye after him. he kicked the field goal? I didn't see that because I was like, "What is Will Levis doing? Like, who is he waving at?" And then I was like, "Oh, he's waving at the Florida fans." Bye. And and another thing, I, I've heard people talk about. You know, Ryan Lemon, especially, who, for those of you who don't know, he does a local radio show here. He's been a newscaster, you know, following Kentucky for 26 years. But I guess he'd never been to many road games. And uh, Well, no, he had been to a lot of road games. He'd never been to one that we won. Well, I know, but I, I feel like. <laughs> but he's been out of the media, like, covering, like, when he worked yeah, at the news station. I feel like you got it been to Vandy a couple well, times. You, you know as well as I do. When Kentucky goes to Vandy. That it's is just Commonwealth Stadium of the South. Yeah, no, I get it's that. This, there are more Kentucky fans well, first there off, than any Vandy team fans. goes to Vandy. Well, fair enough, but it's basically a home game. Yeah, I get you. Um, and I'm trying to think. The only other games that I can think about is, you know, I've been to Mizzou when we just owned them too. Well, you were there when the 2018 when we won in the last when play. you won in the last second because they did pass interference and I got my snel I got and my you snelfie. got your snelfie. Oh my gosh, I was like. <laughs> Try and get a picture of Biddy Snell like an idiot, like, and I send it to Brian. And then he sends me a text as I'm sitting at home on the couch with the kids. And I'm like, oh, or there's you and Benny under the lights. You also were in the hype video after the game. I was. Uh, you and Paul and Brad and Kurt. <laughs> we had front row seats was, in the middle of the Mizzou I'm, section. I'm not going to lie. I was so jealous. I talked a lot of shit to them because they were giving it to us the whole game because we were struggling, but we came back well, and won, and I let everybody know where they could go. <laughs> right on out. That was the line. infamous, like, Stoops punch the ceiling tile yes, out. Yes, Crowd surfing, team surfing. To Mo Bamba, while Mo Bamba was playing. Um, so, anyway, I guess, I mean, I guess that's it. We'll be back next week. I mean, it's not a big game. Youngstown State, look we'll out. Talk. <laughs> the Penguins. Yes. But, the you know. Penguins. Stoops is from Youngstown. He's giving them a shot. Who cares? You know, right. We'll, I'm fine with it. We'll do it. You can take your ass whipping and go right back up north. That's right. So right back to Ohio. Uh, I guess with that, I guess we're done. Is there anything else to talk about? I don't think so. It just felt so good to win. I know. I'm so excited. I mean, it's 148. I'm I mean, I'm, I'm really tired. I'm not gonna lie. Kinda wanna go to bed, but I'm kinda wanna keep talking Kentucky, but Maybe we need like a calling show or something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll be back with you next week. Uh, it's Beho. It's Carrie. Go We're cats. doing our old Kentucky home. And as always, or go our cats. New Kentucky home, whichever we decide. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, as Bye. always, go cats. <laughs>